Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. This is your host, Alan speaking. Something a little different for today's episode. I am welcoming nine guest contributors who each submitted their answers to the question, what does Stoicism mean to you? The guests all introduced themselves and where they can be found online, and they're all well-versed in Stoic practice, so they've all submitted interesting and insightful answers, as I knew they would. So without any further ado, I'll hand over to my guests. I hope you enjoy their answers. Hello everyone, my name is Enda Hart. I am a practicing Stoic. I write about Stoicism and other philosophies online, and I'm also an editor um, of Stoicism Philosophy as a Way of Life on Medium. Um, you can find all of my writings on endahart.net and on social media, either at endahart or at the Irish Stoic. Um, so today I've been asked to give a description of what Stoicism means to me. I think, you know, it's a very easy question to answer, actually. Stoicism is, is a fantastic philosophy. Um, it's probably, after a little bit of research, my favorite of the Hellenistic philosophies. Um, such a practical way of living, not being overly religious myself. I've used Stoicism um, over the last six, seven years as a way to like bolster myself and hold myself accountable for um, living well, trying to be a good person and, you know, trying to make some kind of uh, impact, I guess, on, in, in the world or at least not leaving a trail of, of misery and, and destruction in my, in my way. Um, I work in the electronic music industry. I've been able to travel to far corners of the world over the last 10 years. And, you know, with that industry being quite heavy, fast paced and there being essentially a lot of temptation there as well you know like stoicism really has grounded me um to make sure that i am trying to do my best in every situation and you know as as far as the debate of right and wrong goes you know i, f- I feel like it helps you stay on the right side of things um you know there's there's a lot of uh, great things you can take away from stoicism and a lot of practices and you know anyone who's listening to this and is a little bit unsure or needs some further guidance you know all it takes is a simple google search of stoic practices to make sure that you can start getting something down or get some, some something written down um but yeah since stoicism is a a philosophy of uh, virtue and virtue ethics and it's very much concerned with ethics in the modern age you know it's it's a, a philosophy that you could split into three parts which are logic physics and ethics but i think most of us in the modern age and well certainly of my generation are focusing on the ethical part just to see how you can focus on living better um but if you break it down you know there's four cardinal virtues which are wisdom justice courage temperance moderation that's similar um way of looking at it and i certainly do try to live by that especially pertaining to areas of courage and social justice in in today's society especially and um, what, what we're facing at the moment um so i i use stoicism on a daily basis you know it's it's a part of my practice is concerning mortality you know overcoming fear anxiety um even bouts of grief um put myself forward you know even probably five years ago I probably wouldn't even be here now speaking on this podcast but it's really given me a chance to to bolster myself forward and you know some people who maybe are new to the philosophy you might not know a lot about it or you might be thinking well this is maybe a little bit strange you know like looking at all of the ancients from the past um we're getting all this information essentially from ancient greece and rome um but i can assure you there are a lot of modern writers and authors out there who have really i guess 
propel the philosophy into the 21st century and and have retained it and luckily i've been able to to interact with a lot of these people which which is amazing and you know all you have to do is a quick uh, google search or on social media and you'll, you'll find these genuine authors writers academics and bloggers who who really put the time and effort into um keeping this uh, ancient philosophy alive um but honestly like for me stoicism really holds me to accountability for for trying to be a better person for trying to be um i guess go that little bit further in life to help people or to you know get rid of thoughts of um negativity over overarching negativity or or real bad anxiety as as i had when i was a lot younger um it's quite psychological in a way when you look into it and there's certainly can be comparisons drawn to cognitive behavioral therapy which is another area i'm very interested in but certainly i would really recommend it it's it's not a um cult it's not a set of doctrines that you have to stick to and you're not you don't have to worry about um being perfect it's there's no such thing as perfection in my opinion you know you have to work towards things in your life to to become a little bit better at each step of the way i would um highly recommend you know checking out um anything online about stoicism i think for any person of any age level regardless of what place you find yourself in the world um or where you find yourself uh in their in their arches of society it's a philosophy for everyone it truly is um i i would be completely lost without it um i hope this short description has helped you as i said before if you want to learn any more I'm, I'm currently actually writing a series on stoic practices which are just practical exercises that you can get stuck right into um i also write about the history of the philosophy and you know i'm currently writing a book on uh, the psychology and and stoic practice behind uh, mortality grief and anxiety it's a very important uh, section that i want to focus on um later later over the years but definitely keep keep going with stoicism if you've only started don't let it overwhelm you there's a lot of theory out there as well but there's a lot of people who've cut straight to the bone and get down to the practicality behind the ethical side of stoicism. So if that's where you want to be and you want to try and become a better person, um, there's where you need to start. I hope um, this has been useful. Thank you so much for having me. Um, what a stoicism. Great blog also. Take care, everyone, and I wish you well. Hi, I'm Brittany Polat, co-founder of Stoicare and author of the forthcoming book, Journal Like a Stoic. You can find me online at stoicare.com or on Twitter at Brittany Polat. Here's my response to the question, what does stoicism mean to you? Stoicism is a framework for living a good life. It's a way of being in the world, a way of shaping our inner experience to match our highest aspirations for ourselves. It's a set of guidelines underlying our three primary relationships to ourselves, to other people, and to the wider world around us. And it's a theoretical and practical toolbox for finding meaning and deep contentment in a complex universe. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, when the going gets tough, Stoicism is there to guide you. Hi, my name is Hendri Manampiring. I'm from Jakarta, Indonesia. I'm the author of best-selling Indonesian book on Stoicism. You can find me on Twitter at news platter it's like a platter of news so stoicism to me 
is an operating system. Think of your life as a smartphone. It has apps, application, like career, relationship, family, health, etc., etc. Now, in order for these apps, in quote, to run smoothly, they need an operating system that is running in the background. Now, Stoicism can be that operating system. It is a rational way of life that strives towards virtues. Now, if we have this operating system running constantly in the background in whatever we do at any time of the day, it can surely help us to live different aspects of our life to our best. So that's Stoicism to me, an operating system for daily living. Hello, my name is Jamie Ryder and I am a copywriter and marketer who is on a mission to make philosophy sexy or at least down to earth enough where people can feel comfortable to share their own philosophy and values with the world. I run a website and brand called Stoic Athenium where I combine copywriting, content marketing and ancient ideas to try to make them fun and accessible. Stoicism to me is about being appropriate with your emotions it's about learning how to regulate your emotions appropriately and to me it was a complete game changer in how i see the world particularly around my own mental health and how it makes you more self-aware of other people in your community in the world stoic techniques are very easy to implement and the they are easy to repeat. The hard thing comes from doing them again and again. But that's part of it to me. It's remembering that you can use them wisely and you can use them to reframe your situations. And that's why I love the idea of the live in accordance with nature aspect of stoicism as well. What I take that to mean is living in accordance with your own nature, with human nature, nature as a whole, the wider cosmopolis, the world, and how you apply your values and your beliefs to the people around you to try to uplift them and to tolerate people that you might not always get on with. But stoicism is always a framework to refer back to no matter what you're feeling. And that's what I love about it so much. Hi, everyone. My name is Michael McGill. Uh, by vocation, I am a CIO, a chief information officer, and I've been in technology for 20 plus years now. Uh, by avocation, I am a practicing Stoic, or at least it's, it's one of my avocations. I've been practicing Stoicism for about eight years now or so. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of roughly put it at that amount of time. That was about uh, the time that I read uh, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which was my introduction to Stoicism. You know, kind of, as I said, found I had a stoicism shaped hole that I didn't even know about and just uh, the philosophy fit me and suited me. And then I just really loved it. So I really went down the rabbit hole. And for the last eight years, 
been reading about it, still read about it. I write stuff about it. You know, you can find me online. Probably Twitter's the best place to start. You know, my handle is at McGillMD921. Uh, but, you know, over the last couple of years, I started creating some content about stoicism. And for me, you know, what is stoicism? I uh, you know maybe it's a bit of my tech background, but I consider stoicism to be an operating system for life, you know, like the operating system, you know, kind of controls and manages the computer um, and, and gives the computer instruction on, you know, kind of how to perform what it's supposed to do. It's really what stoicism has become for me. It's it's like my operating system for life. It kind of sets the framework of, of how I go about my day. I kind of bookend my day with stoicism. I start by reading a stoic passage and then I'll end the day doing some journaling using some stoic techniques. But um, really, and then throughout the middle of the day, I mean, most of what happens to me runs through a stoic filter where I ask myself if I can control it or I can't control it. Uh, ask myself if I can do a better job of accepting what's going on around me. Am I being objective? Um, am I, you know, am I managing my emotions appropriately? And am I choosing healthy responses to the situations in my life? And, um, you know, since I've started practicing stoicism, uh, it's my life has just been much happier. Uh, before stoicism, I kind of look back and I look at the things I used to get upset about or angry about or or nervous about or, or sad about. And just so much of it was really outside of my control. So unlike the, you know, kind of the misperception of stoicism, I don't use stoicism to control my emotions or not be emotional, um, but I do use it to help me manage my emotions and help me to make more effective decisions throughout the course of my day and, and of my life. And because of that, I like to think of stoicism, again, as an operating system for life. My name is Ranjani George, and I teach at the School of Continuing Studies, uh, University of Tor Toronto, and I teach classes such as Stoicism in the Good Life, Mindfulness, Stoicism for Discipline and Productivity, and also in the Creative Writing uh, Program. Now, Stoicism has really helped me in so many different ways, and I came to it from my study of philosophies such as Buddhism and Hinduism, and for this short a uh, little uh, podcast, uh, I'd like to actually focus on how Stoicism has helped me with the topic of discipline. Uh, first, uh, it teaches me that this is a daily practice. So every single day, I look at what are my core values, what kind of human being I would like to be. It also encourages self-reflection and self-inquiry. And I express this through journaling. And if you remember Seneca's words, Seneca said, you know, don't go to bed at night until you've actually asked yourself these different questions. And we look at Pythagoras in, in his golden verses, you know, how did I do today? What could I have done better? And what did I leave out? It also reminds me as a daily practice to focus on gratitude and if we think of Marcus Aurelius's meditations and book one of the meditations, uh, which is really an exercise in gratitude, looking at what people have given him. The second is the discipline of compassion. Uh, compassion is something that we train ourselves uh, towards. Um, 
you know, looking outwards beyond the me, me, me. Uh, we train ourselves to think of others. You know, the the in Buddhism, it's called the bodhicitta practice, um, and it also includes self-love. Um, you know, looking at ourselves, loving ourselves, but also working on areas of improvement. Uh, that and then the discipline third is the discipline of work. Uh, if you think of the meditations, Marcus Aurelius says, work. You know, without being weighed down by secondary considerations, which you know, like fame and, and success and, uh, and money, and let the work be its its own reward. Uh, and we do our work as a human being. You know, you get out of bed in the morning. Uh, and do your work, he says, as a Roman and as a man, and I tell myself as a Canadian Indian and a woman. Uh, and then uh, we, of course, balance our work with other core values, like our values for families, uh, you know, our value, uh, our, our work, our volunteer work to the cosmopolis and, and so forth. Uh, and then the fourth is discipline of action. Uh, you know, and uh, when we think of this, it, it is important uh, to use our time well, because every single day is a gift. As Seneca says, each uh, day is a life. Uh, so we work against things like inertia. But we also look at what Thich Nhat Hanh, the Zen teacher, says, hurry sickness, uh, which is we don't always want to be doing. Uh, so we have, uh, you know, an action uh, is, you know, what we look at our goals. What does this action motivate us towards? Uh, discipline towards consumerism. Uh, and that could be things, even the way we consume food. Uh, we think of the stoic virtue of uh, temperance. Um, and, and we look at how, you know, how we live our lives. Uh, the discipline of speech. And for me, uh, I think of this often uh, as a sixth discipline, uh, the discipline of speech. Words are said very, very easily, uh, and yet they have the potential to uplift um, or to uh, to create harm. Uh, so uh, really looking at ourselves and stoicism in this focuses on our character. Um, and uh, so as a person, even as Marcus Aurelius reminds us in book two of the meditations, uh, we may meet every morning, tell yourself, you know, you may meet argumentative people, uh, people who betray you in some way. Uh, but what kind of character do you want to have? Uh, what kind of speech? Uh, so I think of it as loving speech, um, kind speech, um, and yet, um, you know, speaking uh, our truth. Hello, my name is Casey Pierce, and I'm the editor of 365 Ways to Be More Stoic by Tim LeBon, one of the editors on Donald Robertson's graphic novel, Verissimus, The Stoic Philosophy of Marcus Aurelius, as well as a stoic columnist on Medium, which you can find at Casey, K-A-S-E-Y, redpen.medium.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Stoicism is a set of tools that teach us how to take a fall how to take a hit mentally, emotionally. That's not to say we are to be consistently bracing for the fall, because that would mean living in irrational fear of it happening. Much like when we fall physically and extend our arm out to break the fall, it may result in more damage if we do so. 
If we meditate on the tools, though, to desaturate the effects of things like abrupt change, heartache, or other misfortunes or externals we had no control over, we will possess the power to decide to what extent it affects us. We can decide how to feel about it. Stoics argue there is nothing more adaptable than the human soul, and so we have an innate ability to endure and adapt to pain. Let there fall externally what will on the parts which can feel the effects of this fall. For those parts which have felt will complain, if they choose. But I, unless I think what has happened is an evil, am not injured, and it is in my power not to think so. Marcus Aurelius, Meditation 714. Stoics do feel pain, but do not revel in it, saturating themselves in it. Rather, they shift their focus on what's next, knowing that this too shall pass just as previous pains before it. It helps us to put reserves in the tank for the emotions that are worthwhile to revel in, like joy and a zest for life. Hello all, my name is Lydia Scratch and I'm based in Calgary in Canada. I'm a sweary stoic coach who works with clients to help them calm the F down using tried and trusted stoic techniques. As a trained and irreverent life coach, I work with people all over the world to help them focus on what they can control, to take how to take life as it happens, and to remember to live for today. I can be found online at www.stoicsolutionscoaching.com, where you can book a free 30-minute session to chat about if I can help you calm the F down. I can also be found on Twitter at CoachLydia underscore CTFD. In terms of what the philosophy means to me, Stoicism is the recipe to living a good life. Recipes list ingredients and provide instructions that, if followed, result in deliciousness, just like Stoicism. Stoicism's ingredients are the four cardinal virtues, wisdom, courage, temperance, though I prefer the term self-mastery, and justice. And the recipe instructions are the fundamental tenets of Stoicism. One, determine if something is in your control or not. If it is, do something about it. If it isn't, let it go. Two, the present moment is all we really have control over. Right here, right now. Focusing on the future can bring on anxiety, and focusing on the past can bring on depression. Three, there is no inherently good or bad in nature. There are only our perceptions. Shakespeare wrote in Hamlet that there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And this helps us reconsider our impressions. What are we loading on them? Is that true? And four, accept whatever life throws at us. Treat everything that happens as something to be embraced, not avoided, because it happened. And we can't make whatever it is unhappen. One of my coaching catchphrases is, life doesn't happen to you, life just happens. So follow the instructions using the listed ingredients, and you've created a good life. It can be that simple, but cookbooks and cooking programs abound because simple doesn't mean easy. And the same goes for stoicism. There is so much information available about how and why stoicism is the bomb, from the 2,000-year-old works of the original stoics to the many websites and podcasts that exist today, like what is stoicism? Another similarity between recipes and stoicism. Recipes are designed to be put into action to produce deliciousness. And the same is with Stoicism. It is not meant to be read and thought about alone. 
is designed to be put into action to produce not deliciousness, but eudaimonic awesomeness. So that's what stoicism means to me. Practical and eudaimonic happiness when put into action. My name is Brandon Tumlin, the host of the Strong Stoic Podcast. Stoicism to me means something like strength. Strength I would define as the ability to resist load. Now that load can take the form of a weight in the gym or responsibility in life. It can also be considered though as the burden of life in and of itself. Life is hard and full of suffering. Every Stoic knows that much. Stoicism is a philosophy as a way of life that aims to provide an antidote to that suffering. And it's quite simple in many ways. Stoicism states that the antidote to life suffering is to be a good person, to have a good character. And what does it mean to have a good character? Now, we could say that it's someone that is just, wise, courageous, and temperate. But this character must also act for the common good. It must be aligned with your personal nature, the nature of those around you, and the nature of the cosmos herself. Now, how you do that in practice is by adopting responsibility. But the word in that definition of strength, the ability to resist load, that I must highlight is resist. It implies that there's a struggle there, that you are adequately taking on enough load, but it also speaks to the nature of stoicism. We resist our bodily desires. We resist the pull to conform to the crowd, the temptations to resentment. We resist the fear within us, pushing us into cowardice. The list goes on. But we could sum it up as, Stoics resist the pull to a bad character, despite the existential load of our tragic existence. There are two purposes of strength. The first is to lift yourself up, and the second is to lift others up. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content, and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom. And it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.